In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Isaiah 26, verses 11 through 15, where I'll ask the question, how can suffering be beneficial? Isaiah 26, verses 11 through 15 says, O Lord, your hand is lifted up, but they do not see it. Let them see your zeal for your people and be ashamed. Let the fire for your adversaries consume them. O Lord, you will ordain peace for us, for you have indeed done for us all our works. O Lord, our God, other lords besides you have ruled over us, but your name alone we bring to remembrance. They are dead. They will not live. They are shades. They will not arise. To that end, you have visited them with destruction and wiped out all remembrance of them. But you have increased the nation, O Lord. You have increased the nation. You are glorified. You have enlarged all the borders of the land. Isaiah has the difficult task of pronouncing the Lord's judgment upon not just Israel, Judah, but also all the nations around them. And for his audience, whenever he's talking about the nations around them, how he is going to judge them, all of his folks would be enjoying that. They would enjoy it. They would love it. But then when he turns his eye toward them and points out that the Lord is going to judge them as well, that his hand of judgment is coming and he will display his wrath upon a people that have rejected him, well, then all of a sudden, they aren't so keen on Isaiah's message. And Isaiah's message is that of inevitable suffering. Well, here in Isaiah 26, verses 11 through 15, we'll see that suffering can, in fact, be beneficial. Thought number one, zeal demonstrated. When the Lord comes in judgment, he is going to demonstrate his zeal. The Lord has a zeal for his people. And even when he is judging them, he is able to show that he cares for them. Because after all, the reason why the Lord is judging his own people is because they have rejected him. And he demonstrates his zeal for his people by disciplining them. You see, the father disciplines the children that he loves, and the Lord loves his people. And because he loves them, he will discipline them. And he will demonstrate that he has concern for them and will do for them what they need rather than what they want. Real love provides what the person needs, and the people of Israel need the Lord's correction. So the Lord demonstrates his zeal for them even by causing their suffering. Thought number two, peace ordained. So much of what Isaiah is saying is the promise of enemies coming and conquering the Lord's people. But on top of that, there is this promise a secondary promise. And that promise is that the Lord is ultimately going to bring about peace for his people. He is going to make sure that it happens. And this is something you get echoes of all throughout the book of Isaiah, where the Lord will pronounce judgment, but then he will also restate the promise that he is going to deliver his people up from exile, that he ultimately is going to place his people there in the land and care for them and protect them and restore them. You see, the Lord ultimately is ordaining peace for his people. And this is something that helps us when we are undergoing suffering. Because we trust that the Lord has ultimately ordained peace for all of his people that we will get to experience in the consummation. So when Christ returns in power, all of God's people will experience this great peace that has been ordained by God. And we see a little glimpse of that in the exiles returning back to the promised land. 
Thought number three, increased nation. Ultimately, the promise is made to the people of Israel that the Lord is going to increase their nation. Are they going to suffer punishment? Yes. Are they going to suffer greatly at the hands of their enemies? Yes. Will they have to go into exile? Yes. But the Lord is going to increase the nation. He is going to restore them in a way that is wonderful and beautiful. And this is precisely what we see happening first in the return from exile, but then in the institution of the church. Because in the institution of the church, we see the boundaries of the Lord's people expand beyond any physical boundary. All the nations of the world are blessed. They're blessed through the people of Israel because this is the nation through which Christ enters the world. These are the people through which God demonstrates his great love by sending his son into the world to die on behalf of people who have rejected him. Ultimately, the nation is increased. It's increased because so many people are grafted in to Israel on the basis of faith in Christ Jesus. And this ultimately is the great benefit that suffering brings about. You see, the nation increases because of the suffering of Christ. And we can see that suffering, while we don't like to experience it in the moment, ultimately can bring about a greater circumstance for us as God works out his purposes in the world. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Isaiah chapters 23 through 28. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.